What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, a little tired, uh, but you know, it's good. What do you have going on this morning? Hmm, where to go? Um, well, let's see. Uh, we go over the. We already went over that. It's got to be something good this morning. I refuse to believe that all this stuff that's going on with this COVID <clears> stuff. <throat> I'm so sick of seeing this stuff. Can't we talk about like ridiculous presidential elections or something? Can, can we talk about like outrageous stuff of like, are they going to have a debate? Is there going to be a debate? I haven't even heard about a debate yet. Well, I mean, if the if this uh, the stuff that we we played that one audio clip of uh, Biden and um, well, with the geese, uh, the prime minister with the honk, the honking no, no, geese. No, no, no. Oh. The, no, the deal with Ukraine. Oh yeah, um, what we did last that, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. If that continues, and they uh, uh, they continue digging into that, and you know, bring to light some of the stuff that went on there, um, Biden may not even be able to run. He may be in you prison. Know, Trump. Doubtful, Trump should but, play. You know. Yeah, Trump should play that at a debate. Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: is they 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 were uh, claiming Trump was doing the quid pro quo, right? And this, uh, well, in, in Trump's case, it, it was not. It was legitimately looking into corruption. Whereas Biden, his argument will be the exact same thing. But when the evidence comes out that, oh, your son was on Burisma, who this uh, attorney general, the equivalent of their attorney general, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's prosecutor general is what they call it. But uh-huh. he was, he was researching or, or looking into, uh, um, Burisma and why Hunter Biden was on there and was set to subpoena him, if you will. That's when he was shut down. And uh, we we hear the um, very clear Shogun did nothing wrong. It was Shogun, wasn't it? The prosecutor. Uh, yes, it was, yeah, the first prosecutor, the one that was fired. Yeah. So he didn't technically fire him. He, he resigned, but he fired him. And uh, he he made it very clear he did nothing wrong. We don't have anything against him, so on and so forth. And I, I heard a theory on this based uh, somebody that's familiar with this whole, you know, what's going on and, and Ukraine and, and all that. It's very likely that this stuff is starting to pop up because there's an election rolling around for Ukraine and really? they're wanting to swing Ukraine. You know, th- these releases of this audio and the transcripts that are coming, it's not for us necessarily. No, it's not. And, and our notice, election. If you notice the audio that we were getting, that was from the Ukraine side. Like they were on the receiving yeah. end of that call. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It, like it was somebody in the room with like a recording device or something because you could you could tell that it was on speaker and the you know, the room was you could hear the echo in the room and everything. But at the same time, these are actual phone calls like the line itself was tapped because 
you could hear like the the switchboard and everything you know before the the vice president was on on the phone with the prime minister yeah, like you could hear we, that yeah we we caught that out but i mean that we skipped over that part cuz it wasn't you know it wasn't relevant but you could for those that don't know the part that we skipped over it was just the operator at the switchboard saying please hold for vice president joe biden then they have to of course it's standard procedure on those calls when the audio goes through the, they handle the the calls and they say now presenting the vice president of the united states blah 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 you know, whoever it might be, mm-hmm. they, they do the same thing with all those, you know, cabinet level people. Right. So, you know, it, it's definitely it could have been the line was tapped or it could have been that they, you know, somebody was sitting in the room. Either way, the information being released is for Ukraine, not specifically us, to try to sway Ukraine to show, look, America is just as dirty as Russia. And they're trying to sway the people to side with Russia instead mm-hmm. of America. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's what this yeah, whole thing's been about. Consider. That's what this whole thing's been about. It's been about driving a wedge in between the West and Russia. That's what this whole thing is. The genesis of it was the fact that the Democrat Party saw an opportunity to go over there and get involved. And that's what they did. So anyway, so is there going to be a debate? That's going to be entertaining. It'll be elder abuse if he does. But um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. We haven't seen Biden do anything longer than 15 minutes, really, in the last year or so. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, an hour plus debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if you'll be able to um, to handle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were changing some of the like the debates with uh, during their, you know, for the Democrats. You were seeing things like uh, it, it was a longer debate, but they took a break. They gave them stools, you know, different things to to alleviate the, you know, um, strain on the elderly uh, uh, up there, which was all of them almost. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I saw you put something up about a church somewhere that, that had burned to the ground. Yes. So this was a church in uh, Mississippi. Uh, they had been ordered to close because of the the, the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 or SARS-CoV-2. The church filed a lawsuit against Mississippi for this. And they were in the process of the, um, you know, the, the that whole litigation and everything. And they, they filed that about a month ago. Well, turns out, uh, their church was burned down recently. The pastor was saying, like, we don't have any enemies. You know, we don't have anybody that we're aware of that, you know, would would want to do this. Mm-hmm. It easily could just have been um, just because they're a church organization and Christians are, are, are getting quite a bit of flack because not just Christians, but religious groups in general, because they want to go back to the you know the religious gatherings they want to use operate under the first amendment which guarantees your right to do that and there are some that are uh against that and they don't want to see people you know grouping together in in a confined space like that uh so i could easily see it being a politically motivated attack you know, um but i find yeah. it yeah, I find it really interesting. You know, you, you've got these these uh, these governors and uh, these mayors that say that churches are going to be closed. Okay, well, if you go to a Walmart or something, you stand in a line that's I don't know three hundred feet long with all these different people that are not socially distanced, and then you go into a store like Walmart after you stand in that line and you have to go through all those different aisles and all those different products and pass all those different people. And then you go through the checkout line that they have open. If you find one out of the 50 that's actually open, then you're going through the same place that, you know, a thousand other people have been before. So what's the difference? What What's the difference in all this? I yeah, don't see that, why. That's the main. Yeah. It's like you're, you're closing churches because of uh, large social gatherings. Yet these other businesses where you have 
hundreds of people, if not thousands of people a day go through and they're allowed to stay open. It makes no sense. Yeah. And those places aren't constitutionally guaranteed to to, to function. No, uh, no, you know, absolutely not, not. Constitutional rights. And yet and, uh, the guy on the corner whose business has been shut down and he's going to go bankrupt, he's not allowed to be open because he's not essential. How does that work? Right, right. You know, we, we kind of have this thing in the uh, right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And just a small detail part thing. of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, you know, that, that's just kind of a minor thing. But when you can't even work to buy food, that's no longer the pursuit of happiness. That's you're violating now the first part of that, which is life. We need food to sustain ourselves. If we can't afford the food, we can't get the food. Yeah, it's kind of like what Elon Musk said the other day, the clip we played of him here when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, we need to find where that horn of plenty is. Yeah, we got to yeah, find that horn of plenty. They're hoarding it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like his point, though, when he says, well, if you don't make the food, then you don't process the food, then you don't get the food. <laughs> it's like it's just yeah. that. I mean, that's the way it is. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's that I simple. mean. It, yeah, it really is that simple. The the way that he that he put all that together, and it's yeah this this what do you call it the magic horn of plenty or something? Yeah, magic horn of plenty. Yeah. The magic horn of plenty. <laughs> There's people out there actually now with um with Twitter handles called uh, horns of plenty. <laughs> They're giving out <laughs> advice across Twitter, and I heard that this morning. As uh, side note, I, I'm wondering if he got that from something like D and D or or something like that. Kind of sounds like something from there. And he kind of no fits idea. the the demographic that would uh, that would be into that. I, I don't mm-hmm. know either. I, that, well, that's not you know, my area of I looked. Yeah, I looked at a um, I looked at a subreddit one night that he was on, and I, I was just flipping down through it. It was it, there was a headline that came up somewhere else, and it said, "Here's what Elon Musk does in his spare time." And I thought, "Wow, this guy's got spare time." And okay, this would be an interesting read. And it was just a subreddit thread. So. I go through and I, I was reading it. This guy's actually like he's a in his spare time. He's a wow gamer. So that would fit, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. OK. Yeah. So if he does that in his spare time, yeah, it could be um, so one of those like wow or uh, which for the people that don't know, D&D is Dungeons and Dragons and wow is World of Warcraft. D&D typically is a board game. I mean, there are some you know electronic variations of it, but yeah. Anyway, so there, it's probably a fantasy world item in one of those universes mm-hmm. well <laughs> either way uh he's he's not wrong when he says a horn of plenty is uh, he's absolutely right you can't legislate money and that's precisely what we're doing do you remember the uh you remember the gym in new jersey that we played a clip of here yesterday i do yes. yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that yeah, that gym shut down now. <laughs> it um, yeah didn't stay open very long. The health department shut it down. Yeah. Now, I mean, for good reason. The, uh, legitimately, they did actually have a sewage backup, and they were shut down until that's taken care of. But he said this was yesterday, I believe, or maybe it was today. Um, they they had to shut down while it was being cleaned up and the plumbing was fixed. But he said they will still reopen into the parking lot until it's taken care of. And then when it's taken care of, it'll be back open again. But the police were threatening to arrest patrons that leave. Uh, so after you've had your workout, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. I'm wondering, <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering who, uh, who they're going to send down there to arrest, because if they send the same cops down there, they're not going to arrest them. And yeah, as the cops, one thing that, you know, listeners couldn't see that we could see on the video uh, that we were looking at, the cops were actually, as they were saying, that being said, have a nice day as they were walking away and the crowd was cheering. The cops were fist bumping guys that were standing there wearing tricorn hats. So they know, yeah. they know. So I, you know, I didn't pay attention in the video. Were those 
Were those police or sheriff? They were police. Police. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't pay attention to that a little bit. The reason I, I point those out, you know, whether it was police or sheriff, sheriff being elected, right. they have a lot more power and authority and that kind of thing. Whereas police, they're supposed to follow the constitution and that's the the guiding light, but they also want to retain their job to a, to a degree. So some of them, some of them, not all, right? It's it's more than likely it's a uh, minority, but. There's a, there's a portion that want to retain their job over you know the constitutionality and everything. So they're, they're kind of caught in a catch-22. Do I provide mm-hmm. continue providing for my family or do I get laid off and, you know, so it's a tough situation. The CDC, they're complaining a little bit. They're a little upset. They're, they're not very happy. They say that they've been muzzled by the White House because the White House is putting politics ahead of science. You hear this? Hmm. Mm. So we're muzzling the rabid dog. Okay. Yeah. So the the fact that, okay, let's just skip over the fact that everything that they've said has been wrong. Okay. And they wonder why they're being muzzled. Well, because you've been an incorrect fool this whole time. How about that? Okay. So let's not look at the obvious here. These people are still being pushed like they're a credible source. They're not. Even Burks, okay, the scarf, right? The scarf lady, right? Even her. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't like her. She, she's, she's as dirty as they come. She's establishment. But even she came out and said, you can't trust the CDC's numbers. Even she said that publicly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, her motive was a little bit different than, what, wait, the, well, yeah. than our motive, I think. But, but at the same time, she's right. And at the same time, the CDC just said recently... Yeah, you know, you know how we said um, the virus spreads really quickly through surfaces and whatnot, through surface contact and whatnot. Uh huh. Yeah, it's actually really difficult for the virus to do that. It's it's <laughs> not as big of an issue. It's still possible, but eh, it's not that big of a deal. But I thought so, that I thought that you know, I mean, do you know what people are doing? Do you have any idea? People go into the supermarkets. I swear, I'm walking into like a movie set of Contagion or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I swear, yeah. I swear people are in there like masked up, gloved up and, and they get home and they they unwrap a, a head of lettuce. They take the plastic out back with a mask on and they burn it. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Jeez. I mean, it's that just is, it's, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. All of this. Right. We're, we're told to do all these things for a 99 percent chance of recovery if you catch it. Right. And majority of the ones that do get COVID-19 don't know they have it, right? They're asymptomatic or have very minor symptoms. We're told to do all these things. We're talking about mandating a vaccine for something that is more contagious than the flu, but about as fatal. Like, uh, it, it, this is madness. Well, to, to be clear, there's only a few people that are mandating a vaccine. Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, and Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> Those are the only ones. I did hear a point for it's, Dershowitz uh-huh. that... He's right in the sense of legally speaking, when you look at just the Constitution, he's actually right. The The states do have that authority. But there's there's another element w- when you get into that. It's also the moral element. And when you have vaccines, which are potentially, you know, you could have um, an allergic reaction, you could have, uh, you know, could be fatal, could ca- cause any number of problems that we aren't aware of currently. You can't mandate something like that morally. So that comes into another issue there. But I don't think you can mandate it medically. There. If you're if you're talking about these possible side effects, I mean, even from an ethical standpoint, you couldn't do it. Right. And that, that's what I meant. Moral, ethical. Like you can't do that. Right. We hung Nazis for doing similar things. Mm-hmm. So why are we OK with this now? But the other well, argument I heard be, is it's to possible. Be clear, 
to be clear, we're not okay with it. I, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with no, doing, it, doing no. that to people. No, I'm not. I'm not either. And when I when I say we, you know, I meant the, there's some in yeah, our population speaking, that are yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, general, the minority. General terms. The, the minority. Right. When I say the minority, I'm talking about the wound up lunatic hysterics that think if you're not wearing a mask, you're going to kill somebody. Yes. Or the ones that are part of the corporations and, and are going to make a, a, a large amount of money for the vaccines mm-hmm. that they're saying should be charged. You know, you, sh- you should be charged three to ten thousand dollars per vaccine. So eh, eh, that's another thing. But anyway, uh, it's just. Oh, uh, Alan, uh, there, there was another argument with him, uh, Dershowitz. It's possible he's pulling this out to show the absurdity of this to get people talking about it because the governors can do these lockdowns like they are, right? Constitutionally, that's a power that they have the, the uh, of policing, right? That's their thing. But we see how absurd it is uh, as the people. So it's possible he's bringing it to light going, hey, look, you guys think this is absurd. Look at this one. And it could be something like that kind of um, revving up the people, if you will, a little bit. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know what his attention is, obviously, but you know, there you go. Either way, I don't like what he said. Whether it was intentional no, of, of getting people's attention or not, whatever, I don't know. But the fact is, is I don't like the way you put it. But okay, from a constitutional standpoint, you might not be wrong. Vince McMahon, you know who he is? Uh, maybe I'm, I'm not. You know I'm not the uh, the WWE guy, the big promoter there. Okay, yeah. So I I may have seen pictures and something, memes, something like that. But okay, no. Well, he he was originally. Do, do you remember this XFL thing, right? Like this football thing they they were doing, they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, McMahon started that a long time ago. I mean, a long time ago, and it failed. Like it it just it wasn't. It was a good idea, but it wasn't its time. But now uh, there was a guy that was trying to bring it back, capitalize on the dying NFL. People are looking for. Things that are, I mean, it's to fill the gap, essentially. So it would start when regular football stops. So it would carry through, you know, the spring and the summer months. So you wouldn't have uh, the gap there. So you could just have football all year round. Good concept. But the problem was, is it launched right? It launched right when this pandemic started. So what do you think happened? Now it's bankrupt. (laughs) It wasn't started again by McMahon. But now McMahon is saying, hey, I could come in and rebuy this. And he could pick it up at a bargain basement price and restart it. Maybe it's something that uh, that could that could happen. I mean, it, okay, we need a normalcy, right? We need some kind of um, we we need some kind of escape, if you will. So, mm-hmm. what if he buys it? And he's always known for stepping outside the box. McMahon is so he knows how to promote things. He's a he's a marketing genius when it comes to promoting sports and entertainment. That's why he's been so successful at what he's done. And he's a big friend of Trump. He and Trump are buddy buddy. Right. He, he and Trump have done things before in the past, business deals and different bits on, uh, you know, wrestling and stuff. I, you could probably go back and find the YouTube videos on. It's hilarious. Donald Trump even threw, I think it was a million dollars in cash out onto the crowd that night. It was funny. Now's the time where if McMahon gets back into this, I mean, he could really capitalize on something here. He could really do something. He could do something unique. He could get out of the politics of the NFL. He could split off and he could start his own thing. And I think it would be bigger and more successful. What do you think? So. Yes, I agree that that is a possibility. The problem I see with it is who are you going to use for your your players? Are you going to use NFL players? Now, the problem with the NFL players is you're not they're not going to make as much money doing this, right? They're not the money's just not going to be there yet. So, you're risking your high dollar contract playing in a more or less minor league if you will and uh, for much less money. So, you know, you get injured playing there you lose your contract with the, you know, the NFL. 
or well, no, you, they wouldn't. You know, no, you couldn't. You couldn't go back and forth. You, you couldn't do that. And on top of that, I don't think their contracts would allow them to do that because sports stars, professional sports stars, they have conditions in their contracts. They can't right. do anything that could possibly get themselves hurt. So that playing two leagues wouldn't work. So the thing right. is, so is, it could serve as a as a as a point from coming out of college. You don't get drafted by the NFL. There's still a chance for you to go somewhere because I mean, let's let's be sure. real. The NFL. You've got what, 1,200 slots? That's it, nationally. What are the odds of you mm-hmm. making it there? Right. I'm not, I'm not trying to cut down on anybody's dreams here, if that's what they want to do. But what are the odds of you making it there and making it to one of these positions? And on top of that, keeping it. You know, I know guys, I used to work with NFL guys, you know, players. They go in there, they get hurt once or twice. I mean, they're done. They're, they're done. Yeah. And they've had to come back out into the private sector. So it's very difficult to maintain once you're in there. The ones that, are, that have been in there for years, like guys like Brett Favre and Ben Roethlisberger and, and uh, Tom Brady and these guys, you know, just to name a few, they have broken through and been able to make careers out of it. But they're the very few. Some of them can't carry the whole way. You know, some can. I mean, it's just it, it's a it's a matter of, uh, you know, the human body carrying on uh, in that sport. And it's very difficult. But the fact is, is I'm, I'm just trying to think of, um, I guess, another another avenue here, because, look, I mean, we know the politics of the NFL is crap anyway. You know, I don't like it. Uh, that's that's what's ruined the game, in my opinion, is the politics. They're going to start hiring people under the guise of affirmative action now, if you if you noticed. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going to happen. It's like, well, wait a minute. Now you're going to further this this agenda into that sport. Well, maybe it's time for another sport to come along and replace it. You know, it's a free market. I mean, it, it, it's very well a possibility. You know, I'm not against uh, some entrepreneur or whatever wanting to come up and, and start a new sport, you know, sports league or what have you have at it. I mean, you know, if you if you can create that and, the, and, and it succeed in the market, go for it. If they're able to get that started and running before, say, the NFL, like, you know, immediately, then I think, yeah, it, it could gain a following, you know, especially during the pandemic stuff. I don't know. I, I, I guess uh, I guess that's something we'll have to wait and see, really. Yeah, we're going to um, we're going to have to jump. There are some things I want to cover this afternoon. I want to get into you posted something very interesting this morning. I want to get into some of this technology we're going to be uh, we're going to be looking at in the future. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what's going to happen with the latest in the uh, uh, the launches to uh, to outer space. Uh, that's going to be conducted here within about a week, I think. And on top of that, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the other things I wanted to discuss today that I glossed over just the other day, and it was my fault. You had mentioned something about particles that could prove that we we have a, a parallel dimension kind of thing. I, I want to talk about that. Uh, I want to get back into that. So maybe that'll be something interesting that, uh, that we can talk about uh, later on this afternoon. So thanks for being here this morning, Bruce. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on today, and I hope everyone has a great morning.